0: on 2019's final episode of open box policy
1: ooh,
0: shutters that was pretty good uh we start with another update on the battle i i can't even i can't even act excited about it because i'm already gonna lose i was gonna lose as soon as i mentioned it i'm pretty fucking excited He should be. Uh, Devin's growing a pretty sweet beard. We got a beard battle update. We talk a little bit about how Devin has suddenly become a beatnik and uh, is really into beards. That's offensive
1: to our culture. It is. (laughs) Then we
0: give you uh, a year in review. Uh, It's more of a personal year in review. We talk a little bit about the world and and some of the things that have happened worldly and, uh, you know, that, or especially some of the most pertin- pertinent, pertinent, uh, and uh, uh, what am I trying to say? The uh, the most the, uh, uh,
1: the, hi- the highlights, I guess. The highlights the, of the this biggest, year in- the news, the biggest news stories of of Yeah,
0: especially recent is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Not pertinent, but the, some of the most recent stuff. Yeah. And then we finish it out with uh, uh, a painful story about my my beloved, <laughs> my beloved, my car, your
1: sweet German Volkswagen yep yeah anyway um what was your favorite episode of 2019 we want to hear from you guys what was your favorite episode favorite moment uh or if you just want to tell us like you know how you grew in 2019 or how you shrank depending on who you are reach out to us we are on socials at facebook twitter instagram and youtube at obp underscore raw also if you want to send us a long form email write us out a little essay you can do that at podcast at gmail.com I wanted to say underscore anyway as a quick note to end this um, introduction we appreciate every one of our listeners we should say this every episode but we don't we appreciate everyone who stuck with us from all the way back in December of 2017 to now December of 2019 we've been doing this shit for two years Adam two solid years years. Uh, we Two are also sorry that Jamie could not be here with us on this episode. She is uh, yeah, on the final uh, episode dying. I guess is the uh, short term for it. Slowly, yeah. Thank so, God it's slow. She'll uh, she'll be back with us on our first episode of 2020, hopefully. Um, and we do
0: want to wish her the best. Absolutely. She there's no you you definitely don't want to end your year being sick. But yeah, Jamie is a little under the weather, so we wish her the best.
1: Yeah, we are sad that she's not with us right now. Uh, we are happy that we have all of you listeners here in 2019 we are hopeful for 2020 and i'm just glad in general man i feel like i've adopted matthew mcconaughey's life this year i started from the bottom and i'm soaring up top right now brother <laughs> nice. brother that all makes, right all right all right
0: yeah that makes one of us this has been <laughs> the worst year of my fucking life <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody thank you I'm pretty pissed off that I'm about to lose this uh, this beard battle, the great beard battle. <laughs> I was All thinking because about I it. Can grow one? <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I. Yeah, I put my I put my little my little pee pee out there and I let you crush it <laughs> because I didn't think that you could honestly grow a beard. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's like forty year old man looks at twenty something year old kid and thinks. It's impossible for him to actually. You'll put never on get facial that champ. Hair. Well, yeah. Part of part of the bet was part of the bet was your resolve. I was betting against your facial hair growth, and I was betting that your facial hair growth would be so shitty that <laughs> I was betting that it would be so shitty that you would be like kind of embarrassed by how shitty it was. And that shave you it. would, and you would shave it. Yeah. <laughs> the problem it's is, fair. is that I for, I forgot. You told us something episodes ago. Uh, since we're going to do it like kind of a year in review, you did. You told us something episodes ago, and you've doubled down on it. That you don't feel anxiety. You don't feel. No. Yeah, you don't feel... If if our listeners don't know this, if they haven't listened to the episodes, I cannot remember for the life of me, because I'm a terrible host, which episode Devin actually told us this, so you'll have to go digging. Devin doesn't feel anxiety. I, on the other hand, feel crushing guilt and anxiety every day of the week. I'm anxiety-proof. He's anxiety-proof, yeah. He is an enigma, uh, Devin the Enigma, who can coincidentally grow a you know
1: I, I, I mean a pretty decent underbeard it's decent that i got yeah, it's going a decent on little right beard. Now. yeah
0: yeah it's a decent beard and still I'm waiting upset. on my
1: peach fuzz to uh grow out of my system on my cheeks you know what i'm saying it will it will
0: <laughs> yeah it will you're gonna have those weird spots on your cheek where just nothing grows and you're gonna have to just kind of groom it and allow it to kind of grow in over time the same around the lips and the side of your mouth you know mm. where it all connects but over time, all of those things will kind of grow in a little bit, and it'll be a little bit thicker. Um,
1: dude, I I'm, am I'm getting pretty excited about it because I, I know. I mean, I, to tell you, tell
0: everybody what you've been doing. You're, you're like dude. full on fucking
1: beatnik hippie. <laughs> full, <laughs> full on hippie, man. I'm yeah, it's, it's uh, starting to make my own beard oil. <laughs> I'm like, dude. I was at work one day, super bored. And I just went down this deep ass rabbit hole of like all natural products and stuff like that. And then beard oil came onto the radar and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start making my own fucking beard oil. I'm growing a beard. I'm, I'm diving headfirst into this shit.
0: Yeah. I've had a beard for my formidable part of my life (laughs) and I've never so much as ever thought to myself about making beard oil. I did. (laughs) I did run out of beard oil for a a considerable amount of time and use olive oil as a uh, replacement.
1: Yep, that's a a good uh, carrier oil, as they call it. Oh, man, man.
0: thank you. You're like a fucking expert on beard oil now. Shaman, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, if I you do. make any, you got to send me some because oh, people absolutely. have made me beard oil in the past and it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I was gonna say like you busted my balls a little bit for for going down the hippie tunnel, but you were like, well, fuck, make me some. Oh, I know. Well, yeah, you I'm try. one of those people. Yeah,
0: I'll bust someone's ass openly and then say, hey, man, can you can you do that for me too? You know, uh, hey, yeah, buy, but like, for real, send me some. <laughs> do you buy some jojoba oil
1: yeah uh it's it's pronounced jojoba. Um, it's not it's not
0: ahoba it's jo-joba. <laughs> no, it, it dead,
1: dead serious it's pronounced jojoba. Right. don't um, correct me
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you've been growing your beer for three months i've had one for all my life
0: <laughs> yeah it's jojoba and it's spelled uh, j-o-j-o so you yeah know. so i anyway. got that
1: um i got argan oil argan oil, um, um, oil yeah ar- argon whatever um I, I'm going to put some coconut oil in it, like a minimal amount, and then uh, you know throw in some uh, 100% organic uh, essential oils and uh, go nice. from there. You know.
0: <laughs> so be careful with the coconut oil. Be careful with the coconut oil because coconut oil will reconstitute at certain temperatures. So like at at so at anything less than body temperature, a lot of times it can get thick. So the problem is is that if you don't want your beard to take on like a thick consistency sometimes you need to use oils that stay very oily at like body temperature you know what oh I mean?
1: bro i got it i got it bro already, yeah, yeah I've, I've already i've already gone down that rabbit hole i, I got figured. this uh special i forget what they call it but it's a coconut oil that basically stays liquid and oh, it, so right. they like extract certain parts of the coconut oil out to where it stays liquid yeah, I'm gonna um,
0: extract myself out of this fucking conversation because
1: <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> any questions, any statements that you have. I've already read it. <laughs> I'm sure you have.
0: You've gone full like, balls deep, right? Full well, bore let on. me ask yeah. you:
1: Do you want your beard oil scented or non-scented? Scented. There we go. My, my last,
0: my last beard oil was cedar wood. It had like a cedar wood musk. How I had you- another one. I had another one that was um like lemon and pine, like lemon like citrus and pine or something mm-hmm. like that. It doesn't sound like it would be that it would smell nice, but damn, man. And I mean, when women and well, I'll just say women would get near my face and be around my beard, they would be like, Oh wow, it smells I mean, you know, it's not like a coworker is up in my face, but <laughs> you know, when my little my little friendlies my little my little, my little lovelies your little yeah, my birds little, my little lovelies my little lady friends would get near my face uh they would all uh, two of them yeah they would love it <laughs> oh man no,
1: this is everybody knows that everybody who listens to this podcast and knows me in, in real life knows I'm a fucking cheapskate yeah. um so that's what kind of threw me down the hole of making my own beard oil cuz I Cause started like do doing cheap. some research you tagged me in something on Instagram Uh, and I started looking at these fucking beard oil prices and 25 and up. And I'm like, dude, that's just not worth it. So I started doing some research and they're like, yeah, you can just buy the ingredients yourself and make tons of beard oil for way cheaper than you can buy it. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm down for the challenge.
0: Which is what I need to do. I just have this weird thing called apathy. Apathy. And laziness, and I just, I will wake up so I can lay down and go back to sleep. You know, I like that's. People are like, "What are you going to do this weekend?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I know exactly what I'm going to fucking do. I'm going to wake up and go lay on my couch so I can go back to sleep. That's exactly. It's what I'm going to do. You know, yeah. I so, am like a big slovenly bear. That's just what I am.
1: I read that stuff about the beard, and part of me like, I got down the uh, the jojoba oil jojoba oil, um, the argan oil and everything like that. And uh, they said it was good for your skin too. And I've been looking for like a good skin product because uh, <laughs> um, newscast to all the uh, hippies out there, I'm starting to grow my hair out as well with my beard. Um, yep. So I, I'm going for that long cut. But they said it's good <clears> for <throat> your hair and good for your skin. And I have like super oily scalp. skin. Yeah. Um, well, so I, having I have oily to, like, skin is not a bad It's not a bad thing, just roll it. Yeah, you have to like moisturize it a lot, which is something that I started getting into. But they, uh, we're talking about the uh, jojoba oil and the argan oil. um, That's good for your skin and stuff like that. Just keeping it moisturized and stuff. So. Uh, that's another reason why I went down the rabbit hole. It's just a life-changing event, man. Growing a beard, growing my hair. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity, Adam.
0: You're welcome. I appreciate <laughs> you giving me the opportunity to shave off something that people have told me for years really makes me handsome. And now having to go back. <laughs> it's yeah. basically
1: a family member that you're cutting off. Exactly, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, now having to go back and actually go bare-faced again is, is scaring me. You know what I'm afraid of? Um, I'm,
1: never mind. Go ahead. Well, no, no, say it. What I, I left that open. <laughs> I was just gonna say you shave your beard, then you commit suicide. Yeah, that's that's what I'm afraid <laughs> I was of. Yeah. Going to go deep.
0: I'm afraid. I'm afraid that my entire identity is wrapped up in my fucking beard. <laughs> uh, right. right. So, I'm
1: nothing without my beard.
0: Yeah. No. I'm actually. I'm actually fearful of shaving my beard and having not seen my chin and having not seen my neck in so long. That I've got like this big flabby chicken neck, and I'm gonna have like a double chin, and it's gonna. You got that gizzard neck? Yeah, that it's (laughs) that I'm not gonna know that, like, over the last few years, that like my face has just sagged down into this big (laughs) neck. Then I'm gonna get plastic surgery. You know, I'm gonna have to go get plastic surgery. But I I basically, I mean,
1: if I were in your shoes, I would fear you shaving it and then not being able to grow it back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like it just might, like yeah, it just doesn't my want bit, to grow. It just stops. Yeah,
1: just be yeah. Like, all right, I, you've you've had me your whole life, then you cut me away.
0: yeah that not is that back. is that is actually a, a that's a legitimate fear. Like you shave <laughs> it in the hair, that all the hair is just like finally, like finally we don't have to <laughs> grow <We're> anymore. Free. <laughs> yeah, they'll just go on vacation. Yeah. I uh it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be really weird. This has been uh we're gonna i'm gonna like a classic obp uh transition we're gonna move right into something new smooth butter as always we have the best uh we have the best transitions and whenever i have to clear my throat i always make sure i do it right into the microphone right Um,
1: you lean further into the microphone
0: exactly uh this has been an interesting year it's been an interesting yes it's and this is going to be we're going to talk about it in the intro but i'm going to repeat it like i always do uh this is going to be basically a a recap of some of the things that have happened this year that have happened to us personally that have happened in the world we're going to kind of do a little year in review the official open box policy 2019 year in review slash beard battle competition slash farewell slash yeah it's like uh, what are you about to drop a bomb on me are you leaving no no no, just until next year
1: oh yeah yeah. because this this is going to be our last episode until 2020
0: yeah this will probably be our last episode until 2020 um it has been an interesting year i have been i've been in and out of tough like tough relationships uh i have uh was promoted this year Uh, Well, at the very end of last year, but basically this year. And it has been one of the most tumultuous rides that I've ever experienced in my entire life. One of the most stressful and anxious years I've ever had in my life. I've had like tons of health issues this year. I, I turned 40 this year, so I turned 40 in March of this Coincidence? year. Coincidence? And, t- and my life just turned to shit he- health-wise. It's been unbelievable. I it's laugh been, at your pain. And you should. It's been staggering. It's been staggering. Like dental problems, Heart problems. Hell, I mean, we did an entire episode about how I thought I was going to die. I thought I was having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, it's absolutely, it's absolutely insane. Jamie's been sick a lot this year. She's been on and off the podcast due to sickness and due to to health problems. Yeah, we um, should
1: probably state that. She's not on this podcast because she had like a uh, severe... Uh, liver problems what is it no it was like it was like
0: an abdominal so ultimately what it was one of her bile ducts uh is clogged or it's got like an infection and it was really difficult for them to track down the cause because you know most people aren't looking at your bile ducts. So yeah, she I don't started even know having What
1: the fuck that is?
0: Like, neither I'm going to be honest, neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> neither do I. Is I, that I, a part
1: I, of the body or is that a part of a muskrat's body? Yeah. Well, when
0: they when when Glenn told me something about her bile duct, the first thing I thought of was like, you know, an HVAC system. I was thinking of like right like, duct work or, like, you know, a tunnel, like, in L.A. or something. See, what had happened
1: was her flux capacitor was a little off, so... Yeah. It just wasn't performing right. It
0: burned out, yeah. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, they don't... So, they kind of tracked it down. They've got her on some really high-powered, like, IV medications to try and attack it internally, uh, obviously. Um, But, yeah, it's... Of course, it's just making her really tired. It's really difficult for her to to do stuff and the holidays are coming up so she's just tired in general yeah but so uh
1: sucks that she can't be here to uh share the year-end review with us the year
0: yeah the and year the, end review, the, the
1: 2019 farewell
0: yeah so what's going on with you this year
1: <clears throat> you uh moved. let's see well uh the love of my life almost kicked me out of the house and broke up with me. So that yeah. was probably <laughs> that was probably the worst thing that happened to me this year.
0: Yeah, that's still that's it's so crazy because I mean I, I still it still blows my mind that you dropped that bomb on us that Anna almost kicked <laughs> you out of the house. Uh, yeah, Devin, dude. you know, he, well, yeah, well, you know, I, I can imagine it was terrifying. Devin moved his entire life down to Atlanta to follow the love of his life, and he went down there and. dicked off (laughs) in a roundabout way he dicked off for months while he was supposed to be looking for a decent job and you know his girlfriend kind of had to come to jesus with him and said either get up get your fat ass working or your history
1: yeah i think i gained like 30 pounds too i was a little (laughs) depressed i did get a little depressed not only because well it, it was like stress turned into depression yeah you know Uh, so it was like this, the, the weight of not only finding a job, but finding a good job, you know, like I I don't want to go back into like retail and make $10 an hour. I wanted to find a good job that I could have some sort of money, some sort of savings that I could build up, you know, and then, you know, pleasing my girlfriend that I moved down here for. Uh, so it was a lot, um, started the year off kind of rough and then. Honestly, started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Dude, I, got, <laughs> yeah. I got, I nice got Waffle Drake. House, dude. Waffle House completely changed my life. I um, know. I started saving money. the best line
0: cook that they have at Waffle House.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the best fucking waiter that they have there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Waffle House corporate, anyway. Don't hurt my pride. Um, but yeah, I I've like started putting back money. I've actually built up my savings from fucking zero. To a, a pretty good amount, uh, in my opinion. Um, I mean, yeah, not only from the monetary value, but just from like the relationship value, from the personal growth that I've gone through this year. It's good shit. I, I started off rough, and that was back in March, and then from there, it's just kind of been slowly going up, and then uh, I haven't hit the peak yet, but I'm I'm uh, headed there, you know.
0: That's good. That's good. I mean, it's uh, your. This was your year of personal growth. This was my year to realize that I need to grow and that I need to start taking better care of myself. And it's not like I'm not one of those people that that puts. I never give myself. Uh, what do they call it? A New Year's resolution. Yeah. Never. I'm one of those people that's like, you just need to be better. You don't all the, fail. yeah. Well. <laughs> setting small goals and doing that kind of stuff is good you need to have small goals and you need to be doing certain things like that but you don't want to set goals so lofty that you you do end up failing you know yeah
1: i mean you want to do that throughout your whole life but new year's resolutions just that name has that stigma behind it to where you're probably going to fail just because it's a new year's resolution you know If if you were to start that at any other point in the year. I have a feeling your odds of succeeding in that goal or working more towards that would increase drastically. Well, but they, just because you're labeling labeling it as a New Year's resolution, I think that yeah. already puts you at as a loss.
0: Yeah, statistically, the vast majority of people never succeed in their New Year's resolution. So then it they they actually get a little depressed about that. It, you know, it, right. it, it can hurt your it can hurt your you psychologically. It can hurt your soul if you if you set goals that are too lofty, sometimes you need to set small little micro goals, which is one of my big things that I want to start doing. I was talking to my boss at work and he was talking about his mentor and I was mentor had helped him set like little micro goals, set little goals for yourself every day. Like today I am going to make my bet. I just completed a task. Yeah. Then I am going to get to work early today, or I'm going to do this every day. You're setting these little goals for yourself and you start to, they become habits, you know, then you, it's easier and easier for you to set small goals for yourself. Like I'm going to work out today. I'm going to do this today. I am you know, whatever it is, even if it's just for 15 or 20 minutes, like I'm going to work out for 15 or 20 minutes today. I will, you know, that, that kind of stuff is really important to, uh, to helping you get in a rhythm. You know,
1: yeah, and that's a that's the the snowball effect, you know, like you do one little thing and it leads to another little thing. But all of these little th- goals that you're setting and succeeding at, they're eventually going to lead up to that big goal. Yeah. And then you're going to knock that down. And it's it's pretty much the domino effect from there.
0: So it's crazy. So this year you have started making beard oil. You told us a little <laughs> while ago. That you started getting into moisturizing, which we still haven't talked about yet, and apparently you've become a motivational fucking speaker. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'd say your year's been pretty fucking good.
1: This time next year, our podcast is going to be trending number one on the Apple charts. <laughs> I would
0: love that. If, if, I, if our podcast is ever trending number one, I promise you, I'll do some really crazy shit to celebrate it.
1: I'd probably, like, legit shit my pants. Not mistakenly. I would just sit there and like force myself to shit my pants. Poo in your
0: pants. Just so you right. could tell people, like I pooed in my pants. Right. Hey, our you podcast
1: know. reached number one on the charts and I just shit my pants. I pooed <laughs> in my pants. Yeah.
0: So someone yeah. who What are you gonna say?
1: I was just gonna say it's it's been a it's been a big year personally and professionally as far as like growth wise for myself. Congratulations. Um, you know, I, I turned twenty six two three weeks ago Uh, i'm past that uh (laughs) that quarter century
0: (laughs) yeah you had a quarter uh, life crisis yeah
1: i don't know i was just like i felt like i'm always going to be a kid at heart i'm always going to do childish things but i have felt like i've kind of uh grown up and started accepting more responsibility and i think i finally this is throwing it way back right here dude So a while ago, you and Josh (laughs) said something to me while we were on a podcast where I was like just denying everything. And they were, you guys were basically like, dude, just accept it, accept it's your fault, even though it might not be your fault, just accept that it's your fault and just roll with it, move on with it. And I think I'm finally like really starting to understand what you guys are saying. I was really prideful in that moment. I got to say, I was really prideful when you guys were like, dude, just accept that it's your fault. Yeah, it's like, this it. isn't my fucking fault. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Just, like, just accept it. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, I had something that I I can't discuss happened to me today. And it mirrored something that happened to me recently uh, at work. And both times I had to do something that is inherently very difficult for me. And I think very difficult for anybody that's a type A personality or that has a very strong personality. It's to openly admit that although a situation was totally screwed up and messed up and all of these people are trying or all of these things are going wrong and and it's not really your fault, that you are a common denominator in things not working correctly. So therefore, you have to take responsibility and fault for that. You're and part of i had the a issue. I yes. I've told people this a thousand times. It is very sobering and it is very hurtful for me and i actually am I'm going to tell everyone on the podcast. I wept. I cried about this recently. I am the common denominator in all of my failed relationships. I am the common denominator. I am very difficult to live with. I can be a huge asshole. I can also be unbelievably passionate. Like someone who wants to make love and, and enjoy and drink wine and just party and be everything you've ever wanted out of a man, and uh, the next day I can wake up and just be a total asshole.
1: They call and me it, the Sour Patch Kid. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a Sour Patch Kid. And it's, it's really difficult and sobering to have to admit that. It's the same thing professionally when you realize that things keep going wrong. You can't keep blaming everyone else. You have to understand eventually that you are a common denominator in all these problems and that it's really difficult to 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 admit that you know um that's
1: really difficult to come to terms with yourself to to realize that even though you may not think that you're part of the problem you need to be part of the answer you know yeah you need to be part of the solution yeah sometimes that involves yourself thinking that you are the problem
0: yeah so outside um i'm proud of you I'm glad you had a great year I appreciate that yeah I had a good year like financially and all this kind of stuff and you know like it's been fun and it's been stressful and it's taught me a ton and I'm stronger for it but man this has been one of those years that I want to just turn around light on fire and burn it and just be like (laughs) bye-bye on to the next one so outside of our our personal year Man, this has been one hell of a year for the United States of America. <laughs> it has been one fucking hell of a year.
1: Man. It's been crazy,
0: and Those we are going. States. We are going to finish 2019 with something that is statistically unprecedented, and that <laughs> it's happened twice in my life now a president being impeached and impeached by the house and uh Takeshi69 the uh rapper uh, who I wish would (laughs) cease to exist got two years in prison today uh just for being a general dumbass
1: (laughs) Uh, that was the actual reason that they yes. quoted in court. Just yeah. for being a general dumbass, you get two years in prison.
0: Yes, the Washington Post, the top headline was Takeshi69, quote, general dumbass, end quote, gets two years in prison.
1: Uh, coincidentally, that's also why Donald Trump was impeached. <laughs> being a general <laughs> dumbass? Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure that's uh, that's a part of the uh, Constitution now. So, that's what they got him on.
0: So, you know, a lot of people – we're not going to, like, discuss politics a whole lot, but this this no. is pretty unbelievable. You know, a lot of people are saying and are talking about the impeachment, and they're like, we get it. Um, we understand why the Democrats are doing this, and, you know, they want it to be public, and they want people to know that they feel like he's doing things that are wrong, and so on and so forth. But a lot of people are forgetting this is costing – an insane amount of money. And, and this an whole,
1: insane amount of attention.
0: It's an insane amount of attention. It's really shitty attention on our country. It is, it is costing us uh, a lot, not just monetarily, uh, with our reputation and all these things. And people forget, and I think a lot of people don't understand, that even though he's being impeached statistically he is going to be acquitted yeah because the senate is republican yeah so people are saying i mean smart people very smart people i sound like trump these very smart people you know <laughs>
1: these very smart people are saying that i'm yes. gonna win this
0: <laughs> yeah my vocabulary is huge you very very big vocabulary I, I have all the words all the big words you know there's people that are saying it, this just a whole fucking thing doesn't make any sense because they set themselves up for utter failure. It's being submitted to the Senate, and the Senate is basically just going to have these this bullshit hearing and just be like, he is acquitted. Now, yeah. of course, people are saying, well, at least they got it out in public, and at least they're smearing his name and all that stuff. But it's like, dude,
1: it's just, it's just nuts. You know, it's a lot to go through. For something that's going to just come right back on top of you. Yes.
0: Why? It's, so my question is, take take everything out of it. I don't know if he's guilty. I have no idea. I have no idea if he's innocent. I don't have any idea. I can make assumptions. Yeah. But if you are not one fucking thousand percent sure... If it is not open and shut, the guy is holding a smoking gun. Why would you go through all of this when you know that it is virtually impossible for you to win?
1: Well, in addition to that, think of it. We we've been focusing on this what for the past two months ish. Think about what all those other countries are doing out there. Think about what the United States enemies are doing out there right now, fucking building their defenses, and <laughs> I don't know. I, I just you know we can only make assumptions, but think about like while all the attentions over here, while all the attentions on their left hand, what are they doing with their right hand? You know.
0: Yeah, and that's that's you. what
1: worries me. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, but it, it well, and people have said for years politically, in 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 all countries, that one of the best things that a government can do when they want to really get something done or when they want to maybe pull the wool over the public's eyes, they start up something that's really big and very grandiose and it causes lots of attention and lots of press. And they draw your attention like a magician into what the right hand is doing. Yeah. But the whole time the left hand is actually doing the magic and it's it's doing all these things behind the scene. Um, so, yeah, I've heard people say that this whole thing is just a big ruse that, you know, it's just absurd and, you know, whatever. It It is crazy. This has been a bit of a crazy year in America. I mean. We've been, we've got the the Russia investigation, the Ukraine investigation. I mean, you've had you've had shootings. Oh my gosh! Yeah. A, a, another thing that just happened: a radio host in Colorado. This is this is just so insane. There have been a ton of deaths this year. There have been a ton of famous people that have died. Um, We've had uh, some really famous drug overdoses. Uh, I mean, th- there have just been all kinds of things going on th- in this year in America. But a radio host in Colorado just a few days ago said on a syndicated radio show, talking about the impeachment and talking about some of the things that are happening in America, that was the context. He said, you know what we need? I, and I want to preface everything just so we don't get blasted for any reason. This is not me saying this. This is a disclaimer. This is not Adam Sanderson saying this. I am just repeating what another radio host said.
1: You got to say quote before you say it. Okay.
0: okay. That so saves an, you in the court of law. Uh, uh, thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: Devin also got his law degree this year, everybody. Uh, <laughs> he's you know, considerably better than me. A radio host in Colorado said, and I quote... There you go. What we need is another school shooting to take a little bit of uh, press or a little bit of attention away from the impeachment, end quote.
1: Jesus Christ, dude. When was that said?
0: A few days ago. Here's what's so fucked up about it. Well, I mean, other than the fact that he said we need a school shooting. He's a fucking idiot. His wife is the radio host with him instantaneously said, oh my, on on air, like, oh my God, oh my God, what are you thinking? Like, what are you saying? Hey, everybody, he doesn't mean that. He doesn't mean that. And then kind of, I think, turns it back on him and and says like, oh my God, oh my God. What the fuck
1: are you doing? What are you
0: doing? And then he says, "Oh, you know, just joking, man. You know, I don't mean anybody's going to get killed or die. I just mean, you know, it might take a little pressure, pressure off everything." Yeah, you know. Yeah. They canceled killing children. They canceled his radio show that day, fired him and his wife, and have like turned they 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 closed their website, like took every picture down of them and just completely excommunicated these people they they will never cancel culture they will never work in radio again
1: oh hell no they're gonna have to find a completely different profession
0: career yeah
1: they're gonna have to sit in in front of a computer for the rest of their life yes it's insane
0: but i mean that kind of stuff like this the culture we live in now is just it's nuts it's nuts isn't it what what else happened this year
1: Isn't it weird how everything feels so minuscule, but also so spaced out? Yes. Like something could happen last week, and you're like, oh, that happened like six months ago. Something could happen three years ago, and you're like, that happened last week. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I I mean, when I talk about the year in review and I'm thinking about stuff, there there are things that I know I'm thinking of that I feel like happened this year, and they didn't. You know, it's because they seem so pertinent. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, well, there,
1: there are things that happened this year where I'm like, didn't that happen like a couple years ago? You're, yeah. Oh, you're thinking of 2017. You're like, no, dude, that happened in January.
0: Yeah. Didn't Kanye get on stage with Taylor Swift and tell her that he, <laughs> wished, he wished Beyonce would have won? Like, no, that was 2008, bro.
1: <laughs> God damn. I read something the other day completely off topic. Well, kind of on topic. But it was like uh, 2019 to 2020 is like the ultimate dad joke. It's see you next year. Uh, see you next decade. <laughs> there's, there's, like three things. There's like um, see you next month. See you next year, and see you next decade is what it is. Yeah, really? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super, super
0: dad joke. What else has happened this year? Uh,
1: as far as world wise, yeah man fuck if I know it, it's yeah. we're like technology these days something new happens every week and we just completely forget about the thing that something happened that happened week. yesterday oh yeah. absolutely history is it's happening so quickly that it feels like it happened 50 years ago yeah which is weird to think about yeah, it's, it's like crazy. we don't have we don't have enough time to process stuff it's sensory overload yeah it is we can't even figure out what's
0: going on today because something new is always in front of us. I was sitting with some people recently, and and I looked around, and everybody had their cell phone out. Like, all the kids in the room were staring at their cell phone. I was looking in my rearview mirror a few days ago, and this woman was driving her car next to her son, and her son had his head down and was just staring at his cell phone. Like, nobody is ever looking up. Nobody is ever – Dude,
1: Anna and I had that same – Thing happened to us. We were in a fucking like, like a uh, a private diner kind of deal. Like it wasn't like a chain restaurant. We're yeah. in a, this place called the White House Diner here in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. And we were sitting at the bar, just like watching them cook and stuff. And then Anna was like, "Hey, isn't it weird that?" We're the only ones in here not on their phone. And sure as hell enough, dude, I look around and everybody's just sitting there on their phone, Uh just like not even looking up. I could fucking take out a gun and shoot it at the ceiling and nobody would look up.
0: I went on a date with a girl uh, about, it was probably two years ago, and we were sitting at dinner and we were talking and laughing and goofing and touching hands and clinking our beers, eating each other's food and having conversations like a normal date. And I looked around, and there were all these people at tables, and the, it was just quiet. They were all just sitting there on their cell phone right in front of each other. And I, I looked around, like, left and right. It was like a horror movie. I, I was like, what the nah. fuck? Like, what is going on? This is insane. It's a little Stepford Wivesh, isn't it? Yeah, these people are so involved in their cell phone. And, I mean, I've actually gotten in pretty healthy arguments with girls that I've dated recently. Uh i'm dating this this uh, great girl right now she's just fantastic she's fantastic but she's a little bit younger than me and there are times when she's probably a little bit more attached to her cell phone than i am and she's also got a lot going on you know what i mean and it's it's hard for me to to make that distinction like Someone's got a lot going on and maybe they need to be attached to their cell phone. So I made a big stink about it one night and just said, you know what? If you're just going to be on your cell phone, then cool. Like you be on your cell phone. I'm going to sit over here and do my thing. You do your thing, like whatever. And she paid attention to it and was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, was a little sassy about it, but just, you know, ultimately said, sorry, you know, whatever, man you fast forward like a week later and i had a night that i had a lot going on on my cell phone and i was using my cell phone dude she broke her foot off in my ass <laughs> she broke her that revenge foot off in my ass i and i did not take it well oh i did not take it well at all my yeah. pride came up you know uh it was just part of it but
1: hey what you need to do is just accept that it's your fault man
0: yeah yeah you just need i to, do need to
1: you just need to take responsibility adam
0: I do need to. I'll tell you something else that happened this year. I realized for me, I do need to take responsibility. Uh, I realized this year that I don't want to be alone anymore.
1: I got mm, all these That's a fr- big one.
0: It is a big one. I got all these friends that have wives and loved ones and girlfriends. You got this girlfriend. You got a great girlfriend. You know, Glenn's got a wife. He's, he's married to Jamie. And, you know, I got all these friends that have all this love and happiness in their life. It, maybe it's not always love and happiness, but they have someone that they can go home to. And I don't and i realized like i don't really want that anymore you know i want to come home and have someone here even if i'm angry at that person or even if they're angry at me you know what i mean like i kind of i want someone that i can like hang out with and talk to and be around i just think Bro, that what it's, you need is a cat oh hell i don't need a cat
1: <laughs> you i don't need, need a cat, cat hanging out with you
0: i don't need a cat okay i got one more story I got one more story to tell you. It's quick. So, everyone on the podcast knows, all of our listeners, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know I am a huge car guy. Uh, this year in April,
1: I purchased my dream car. So, this, it, it was that long ago?
0: Yeah, it was in April.
1: Dude, so, I swear you could have gotten your car back in like maybe September.
0: Really? Yeah. So, in April, I purchased my dream car. It is. It's a dream car. Um, Very powerful German car. It's a BMW. Uh, It's just incredible. So since I've had it, I bought a warranty for it, and I've started having a few little issues for it because it's notoriously an unreliable car. Well, (laughs) it is. It's notoriously unreliable. As a matter of fact, when I... I, Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'm going to come back. So remember that. Remember this, as a matter of fact, because I'm going to come back to it. So... I knew I had a warranty on it, didn't care. I, you know, The warranty will fix most of the stuff. So all this stuff kind of starts going wrong with it. Nothing crazy, just annoyances. So I call BMW. I call this guy that I know at BMW. He says, no worries, bring it in. We'll start looking at everything. We'll see what we can get fixed under the warranty. And he basically says, maybe I'll even find a few things that aren't, you know, really that bad that i can get fixed under the warranty i'm like oh you greasy bastard all right yeah. <laughs> this is my kind of guy all right yeah you get it's a, always a, good to
1: know those types of people yeah
0: he's like i'll figure it out i'll help you out all right perfect so i knew it was it might cost me like a little bit of money like a deductible there might be some diagnostic fees i knew it probably could be a few hundred bucks but i'm going to get thousands of dollars worth of work probably for a few hundred bucks so the day before or about two days before i'm going to take it to bmw I'm driving home, and my car's great, and it drives great, and it's tight and taut and sporty, (laughs) and I'm just, you know, tooling home, on the phone, and I see the car in front of me swerve. You know, that's a pretty fucking clear indication that you need to be paying attention. (laughs) So this car swerves, and it swerves, and I'm like, the fuck is this asshole swerve? Boom! I <laughs> I hit a pothole that was like it was like hitting a uh, it was like hitting a bricko block in the road.
1: It was one of those where your soul leaves your body because you hit the pothole so hard. <laughs> I I tensed my shoulders up so tight around my
0: neck it was like a turtle, you know, like my head like went all the way down.
1: It's weird in those situations you just feel so bad for the car. Like you're just like Ugh. Yeah. Like it like it it physically pained you to hit it, that pothole.
0: It hurt it hurt me. It hurt me. As soon as I hit that pothole. This this no, this taut, sporty, badass German car just started pulling like left and right and it was like every bump that or every every little like rut that i would hit it with the steering wheel would start coming out of my hand it started (laughs) vibrating and i i was furious i was (laughs) furious and i have i finally took it to bmw and i remember when i pulled it in i could just see dollar signs going off (laughs) like dude they're gonna ring me up and he started going through everything and he told me it was gonna cost me a little bit of money and and, and he ha- he hasn't even gotten to like the big stuff yet. But man, I I hit that pothole and yeah, it was like it was like an exorcism. Like they sucked <laughs> the fucking soul out of my body when I hit it. I wanted to just burn the car and sell it. I was like <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say just cut your losses and you sell, sell it. Sell that
0: fucking thing. I was so pissed off. Man, That's I mean, it is a dream worst. car, but one of my buddies told me, he was like, you own a German sports sedan, like a legitimate German sports sedan, not like one that they slap a sport badge on. It's a legit. Legitimate... You're talking about a Volkswagen? No, like, you know, every, <laughs> no, every like car company will have like, like a Camry sport you know what I mean? It'll yeah. it'll be like right. the sport version of this like van-
1: a, It's basically a Prius Sport. Yeah. A Prius Hybrid Sport. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like a vanilla popsicle with chocolate icing on it. You know, <laughs> it's just fucking it's the same thing. Now this thing's a legitimate sport sedan, but man, it pissed me off. Uh It's a rough it, way to end the year. It is a rough way to end <laughs> the year. I'm gonna basically I'm gonna end the year it, like Pulling money out of my pocket, right? <laughs> uh It's gonna hurt, but it's been overall, it's been a pretty good year, man. We I've learned a lot this year. It sounds like you've learned a lot this year. Hell yeah! um
1: You should huh? carry your problems into twenty twenty so you no. can like start out at rock bottom. So all you have to look is it's up, all you know.
0: It's all up from here,
1: right? Fucking yeah. exactly, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's some of the worst advice I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> you I should... told you I'm a, I'm a life coach now. I make yeah. beard oil. I'm growing you know, hair yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, here, here. Take this sample of beard oil, and what you should do is you should
0: take all of your problems and just carry them with you, <laughs> carry them into the new year, so you can start
1: off wrong, and exactly. then it's all up from there. It's exactly how we're going to carry this podcast into the new year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, right. we, we said it last year. We're going to say it again this year. We're gonna we're gonna try to get more serious with this podcast. All right. No, we said it this this coming year or this yes. last year
0: so we're going to be posting more on socials um we're going to try and be a little bit more uh creative we're going to be a little bit more creative we've decided that uh, uh, a lot of our podcasts are going to be a, a more topic based um because we want you all to have a, something clear to listen to uh you know us having a conversation about our lives is one thing but a lot of times, people don't know us well enough to really know anything about our lives. Yeah, it gets
1: a little stale.
0: Well, it does, and uh, we—it's not that people have complained, but the people that are only telling us that they love our podcast are the people that you know, like, are our mothers and stuff <laughs> like that. You know, like your mother. No My matter grandma. how ugly, yeah, no matter how ugly you are, your mom's going to tell you you're cute you know yeah. it doesn't yeah, matter. yeah
1: that's that's 100 percent true yeah. the main feedback that we're hearing is from people that we personally know and we just we we need more criticism i think criticism is always healthy
0: yes constructive criticism so we're gonna we're gonna start coming up with maybe two and three topics an episode that we're gonna talk about things that we feel like you want to you want to know about uh, obviously, we like your feedback. We want to continue receiving feedback. If you hear anything or you or you come across any topics that you want, please let us know. Uh, and Devin can tell you uh, the ways that you can get in touch with us.
1: Exactly. I'll let you know in the intro. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> you know, how we normally do it. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> anyway... Um, I guess we'll uh, we'll end it right there. We're excited for uh, this year to be in the past. We're excited for uh, next year to uh, to come to us. Yep. So uh, this is Devin. And this is Adam. We'll see you next decade. Yeah, bye, Jamie.